I was like, oh, don't, don't worry about that. I, I got the crutches. Like <laughs> they took me around the corner and I, I, the lady was walking at a normal pace and we went up the stairs, down the stairs, went back to the bed. <laughs> she was like, all right, you got it. <laughs> When are you going to be able to use your, uh, your – are you going to have to use your scooter machine or, like, is it just – Oh, you mean one of these bad boys? Uh, no, I already had that because I've used it twice before. But uh... <laughs> Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. You know, you just had to take the majority on that one. Guys, uh, I did just want to give everybody a little bit of a trigger warning because uh, today, tonight on this episode, we're going to discuss a little bit of uh, mental health and uh, this could be distressing for some some listeners. So just so you guys know, there's always support available and we're going to put up some show uh, show links, links in our show notes um, to any mental health services uh, that can help you guys. Tonight, we have special guest Renee Hahn Red. Thanks for coming back on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Always a pleasure. Christy, Danny, how are we doing? We both had weeks off this week. No football. How are we feeling? Refreshed? Ready for the next couple of weeks? Yeah, look, not too bad. I feel pretty good going into this week. It was actually kind of nice having a um, a week off, like a bye. So I thoroughly actually enjoyed it, which was nice coming into the pointy end of the season. Yeah, true. Christy, ours obviously wasn't a uh, buy situation. We had the lowest numbers of low numbers. Like it was going to be Christy playing receiver, potentially safety, potentially linebacker at the same time, plus me also playing on the other side of the ball. So that would have been a fun, fun, fun game for all of us involved. But Christy, how are you feeling with the week off? Refreshed? FIFA life treating you a bit uh, bit rough at, these, at the moment? Yeah, well, you know, I say in these things that, yeah, I'd be down for all of that until you're out there and I'm tired. Um, But, yeah, so I generally fly in the Saturday, early the Saturday morning and fly out the Saturday night. So it's it's rough on the old body um, and the early mornings and things like that. But um, I'd like to say that I enjoy having a break, but I pretty much had a two-year break. So I'm sick of breaks from football. So, um, but, you know, uh, we have to make these decisions based on the health of our our uh, players and that makes complete sense you know as much as we love it we need to still keep the common sense yeah we were having those discussions and I was like look I'm a sucker for punishment but I know other people aren't so you know Red actually messaged me uh, earlier this week and she said she wanted to come on the show and uh, just talk a little bit around her injury and for those that don't know Red um, actually suffered a pretty catastrophic catastrophic uh, leg injury uh, in their last game. And, uh, you know, our thoughts go out to you, Red. Uh, you, you were one of the people in the world that epitomizes the term resiliency uh, when it comes to injuries. So we all know that you're going to bounce back from this uh, and it's going to be a long recovery progress. But tell us about why you wanted to come on the show uh, and, and talk about this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate all the love. I've been surrounded by a lot of love over the last week and a day. Um I thought I'd just reach out because, you know, I know we talk a lot about football and things like that on the, on the podcast and everything. You guys do really good, a really good job at covering a lot of different things, but 
um, as someone who was a bit of an injury queen, <laughs> um, I just thought that maybe it might be nice, to, not even just for the person, uh, just to talk about doom and gloom injuries and things like that, but more how to support your friends going through injuries. Um, I find that a lot of people get really overwhelmed when you've got a really big injury and they don't know how to help their teammates, although that like they love them dearly, but some people just get a little bit lost. So I think that that's a really cool conversation that we can have. Um, I'm blessed with some of the best people in the universe in my corner. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been really blessed with everyone helping me out and things like that. But I know that there are some people that maybe aren't, uh, you know, this might be their first contact sport. They might not have seen someone get injured before. They want to help but don't know how. So, yeah, I thought that might be something we can discuss. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and when it comes to looking at injuries across the season, it happens for sure. But when it happens to like a rookie player, for example, that can be really disheartening, not just uh, about them coming back to the game, but also they've got to put in the work to get back to the game that they don't even know if they love as much as, as all of us do yet. So that can be really hard, uh, especially, but you know, Christy and Danny, you guys, I'm, I'm, I consider myself completely blessed in the fact that I haven't had uh, massively serious injuries aside from my neck incident, um, which then only my rehab was about 12 weeks, not, not nothing compared to what you guys have gone through. But uh, Christy and Danny, specifically, Christy, start off with you because obviously your your wrist was a unique situation um, because you got your plates and your screws and then you went back out to Outback Camp um, and, and played with a broken arm. But in terms of... Uh, managing how the teammates treated you uh, or, or how you felt like you had to react when those injuries happened and for the sake of the team. Talk to us about that. Yeah, and that's probably one thing that people don't think about is the impact that it has on your teammates. So I'd been with the Jets for for since day dot, so um, very entrenched there. And um, I actually, it was a nothing tackle. It's just one of those things. Um, the way I landed, uh, I completely shattered and displaced my wrist. So my wrist was pretty much down where my elbow was. Um, and so pretty bad. Um, I was surprisingly fine about it. I don't know whether that's shock or whatever, but I didn't want to get an ambulance because I didn't want the um, other um, other team to know that I was injured. So, uh, so I was still thinking about the game, but one thing that I was told, which probably sounds very dramatic right now, right now, but um, it probably shows how much it can impact the team. But my offense went out there because I, I don't know, uh, for those that know, I uh, run the ball a lot and I'd taken a lot of horrible hits um, and always gotten up. So I'm always known for getting up. Um, the quicker I get up, probably the more, the bigger hit it's been. Uh, but after I'd injured myself, and come off uh, a lot of my offense, even my quarterback Ella at the time was crying because um, it just shook them so much that um, one of the people that they thought would was invincible um, is very human. Um, and so it really, it knocked us out of the semifinals. And I was actually more upset that uh, about the guilt of not getting to the final. Cause that was the first time uh, the jets hadn't been in the final. So there was a, a lot about that, but for me, um, afterwards, like everybody was really lovely. Everybody reached out, said, you know, even people I compete against and opponents were very lovely and um, said all the right things and sent messages. It was really, really nice. Um, but it's the weeks that follow that where that dies down um, and you're left alone with the injury to recover. And uh, for me, it was particularly bad timing because the first ever Australian uh, team 
uh, first camp was happening. Um, and I was, I just had eyes on that prize and I thought that had gone cause I had to go in for a second surgery cause there was complications. And they basically said it'd be nine months recovery. Um, because they've gone in both sides of the top and the underneath the arm of the wrist. Um, and I went into a very dark place. I will admit um, that not many, uh, not even my trusted few could get me out of. So um, it was very, very dark at that point because I thought I was, um, I thought I was missing out on the biggest one opportunity. Now I did go and compete. I think I still had stitches in my arm. Wouldn't recommend, um, but it did mean a lot to me to be there. It meant everything for me at that point in my life to be there. I now have uh, quite a disabled hand, 30% disability um, due to it, but that was the risk. That's the risk of going back way too early and not being able to do the full recovery required. So now I have lefty who's a pain in the butt, um, but I wouldn't change my choices but that was my choice and people had to respect that as well so it was it was it was a big three months for me to to get there Danny yeah Danny you I know you've had uh you know a pretty serious injury yourself and uh you know we've spoken often about uh kind of like the isolation that you feel alone with the injury and even though that you could be on the sidelines because they say come down for mental reps you know you don't want to not be a part of the team when you're injured but that isolation and just feeling alone like Christy said with the injury can obviously plague on you for such a long time and 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 it can almost i guess put a da- a dampener on what you think your f- football career is going to look like yeah, definitely. It really does. Um, I remember when I did my wrist, um, just like Chrissy did wrists, um, I was what it was, I think it was seven weeks out until outback camp and I had surgery and I didn't think I was going to be able to go. And then I went still in a brace. And then after that, I was leaving two weeks after that to go to America. Um, and I wasn't sure whether I was going to be able to play over there then at that early point. And you really do sit in a dark place and, you know, when you're sitting in those dark places, it's it can be really hard to get out, especially when you feel like everyone kind of, you know, when you're more of a senior player, when you feel like everyone's leaning on you to, um, you know, bring the team along to help the team and stuff. And when you're in a kind of senior role, um, it's really horrible to feel like you're letting your teammates down. I think that's the biggest one for me is I really feel like I'm just letting everyone down and, uh, there's nothing I can do about it. I have to do my rehab. I, I, this injury has happened to me and I can't do anything about it. So it's it's not a nice place to be in. Red, in terms of, you know, hearing the dark places that people have gotten to in, in their careers, and I know that you've, you know, had so many injuries that we we joke and we say that, you know, you're used to this by now and all that sort of stuff. But in reality, it is, it, it's so sad to see someone who is so passionate about football and has such a, a you know a, a bright career and so talented at the game get these injuries um you know often uh, we say often but it is quite often when it comes to you and in, in over the course of your career unfortunately but you know how how have you managed to stay so positive throughout all of it you know what are the good things that team that your teammates can stay how how can people help uh you know help stave off that isolation and and potentially that anxiety and depression that comes with that yeah, look, I think um, with myself, it has happened quite a few times with just little things that are unavoidable. Like uh, it was completely, I wasn't even involved in the play on the weekend. <laughs> like someone just fell off a tackle as I turned around. I The play was stopping 
and someone just fell off a tackle and into my knee. So it's, it's something that you can't really um, control. Something that, because it's happened a few times to me now, um, and, you know, a lot of them were pretty poorly timed. One was when I'd been selected for Outback and trying to get over there and it happened again. And, you know, when we went over to Nationals, that's when I did my Achilles. All um, into the first game. Well, yeah, exactly. All that preparation, like, and then straight away, bang, Achilles gone, long snapping of all things, like just stupid, stupid things. Um, the joke is, yes, that I snapped my Achilles long snapping. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so it just, I find that um, sometimes it's embarrassment that comes along with that. Um, you know, I'm this big, tough, burly footballer and I do so much for the sport and I'm so involved in the sport, but I can't stay on the freaking field. So that is something that gets me down a lot. That's something that I even had a big cry about today. Um, just feeling a little bit of imposter syndrome, like why can't, why can't I play? Um, but I just need to pull myself out of that. It's completely out of my control and just sort of thinking that, you know, I've been with Dane for a really long time now. Maybe the universe has some different plans for me right now. Um, in terms of the next couple of years, you know what I mean? Like, so, um, just trying to see the bigger picture. I'm really, really lucky with the support team that I have around me. Um, they're quite experienced in this too. <laughs> um, but, you know, just little things I've noticed around, like I, Christy mentioned it before, some of these injuries go for four, five, six months. Um, and it's all really well and good to have people around you for the first week or so. But once you're over the crutches, which is around the four-week mark, once you are just, you know, you're really feeling the effects of not going to a couple of the parties that you wanted to go to or um, just that isolation really starts to set in, I think you're really strong at the start because you're like, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. But a couple of weeks in is when you really start to, it catches up with you a little bit and you're like, I don't know if I can do this. Um, so just making sure that you're there for your friends long-term um, which is something that I've experienced a lot of people checking in on me four or five weeks down the track. Um, but even just on the day is something that this is actually why I reached out because um, on the day, I think is probably one of the most important things where you can support your teammate because I think everybody wants to rush over that person who's just gone down and go stand over to them and say, are you okay? But that's not really, that's just serving you in that moment not sort of the person that's on the ground. Um, like I think it's really important to stay away from the person that's injured from both teams, uh, give them space to feel that pain, give them space to even figure out what world they're in right now and just let the coaches deal with it or the sideline staff. Unless you're like a nurse or a doctor, just, just stay away um, and let them go into a little bit of hole on the sideline. Don't surround them the whole time. Don't check in with them the whole time because usually if you're asking them a question and they have to answer, they might cry. <laughs> you know, a lot of people have work that they were supposed to go to. Some of them have kids that they're supposed to go home to and look after. Um, so this can be quite earth-shattering for people. So just making sure that you're really sensitive to that, maybe a hand on the shoulder, but, but not trying to get people to open up too much um, in the moment because if they're in a lot of pain, then I think you've got to be really sensitive to that. Um, Plus yeah. the fact that you don't know how, like everyone processes pain differently, you know, and yeah. I think that that space is really important because some of us who like, I know I've got a, like Red, you've got a ridiculously high pain threshold, but you know, when I experience pain, it's like all of a sudden it, it's a scared 
feeling and then either it's pain and I'm like, yeah, okay, ow. Um, but, you know, it's serious pain is something that you never know how you're going to react until that moment, right? And, and I think it's important to give that that space. And I do remember coming up to you on the day and, and honestly when I found out uh, that you were injured, I wanted to come over. Um, yeah. I came over and I put my hand on your shoulder and you showed me the leg and you're like, I don't really want to talk about it. And I'm like, that's completely fair. I'll catch up oh. with you later, you know. So, and but, but because I've known you for so long, that was a little bit easier for me to go like, yeah, she's we'll, we'll talk about it later. It's, a, it's her thing. Christy, what did you have to add? I just uh, struck a memory with me um, when I was actually playing touch football and uh, like uh, with touch, I've done more injuries, soft tissue injuries in touch football. Um, you tend to have uh, some more catastrophic ones in gridiron, but uh, but the um, I, I remember I was playing a game and I blew my ankle. I blew everything in my ankle. I'm talking every possible tendon and ligament. It was bad. And um, it was in the middle of, I was, you know, I had things, of course, it's never good timing. I had things coming up, representative stuff. And I remember um, the first aid officer that was there um, after the initial pain obviously they were dealing with it and they were talking about taking me to hospital get x-rayed and all of that sort of stuff but um my this tears just kept coming down the face I actually kept apologizing saying I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm just uh, and he goes I know I said it's not the pain it's not the pain he said I know what you're upset about and he said here here's a towel he put it over my head and he said just cry I'm going to get rid of everybody and he got everybody out of the tent and just let me cry about the grief of what I had planned has just shifted completely. Um, and I think I know when Red was saying that, and I always think about that, and I often, it actually looks rude on film. I don't go over running over to a teammate, except for Marissa, who had grabbed onto me um, in that game we played, but she crawled up me. Um, but um, I generally give them their space purely because I, I, I know, and usually that player knows they know this isn't good and I'm down I'm down for, for a while so yeah I absolutely hear that I think it's important too to understand that standing away like you know at, you know respect 101 in football is you take a knee for an injured teammate you do so with your own team away from the injured person um and I don't, and I think that if you don't understand the etiquette when it comes to injuries on the football field that it looks like you're just being a bitch it's like she's injured like let's you know nothing to see here everyone just come over here and you kind of like uh, as the game is going you're like you know we still need to play this game and you are definitely concerned about your teammate but it's not disrespectful to give people space and I think that that's the main takeout point of all of this <laughs> definitely go for it right yeah, that, you say that. Um, it, it can look a little bit like that. I, I actually had Jordan reach out to me um, on the weekend or just after the weekend and she was just saying that um, one of the cutest moments that I think she's seen on the football field because my sister basically told everyone, she ran in there, she knew exactly what I wanted. My sister plays centre for my team, so she's, you know, she's like my mum slash sister. So she came in there like, guns blazing you get the f out you get the f out get away <laughs> she was complete mama bear mode um and just made sure everyone just got away from me um and then jordan sent me she was like seeing your sister because i had rolled onto my front and nick just came and rolled on her and just laid on her front with me and was just talking to me really calm and she's like all right so what, what's our next move what are we doing and i was like i need to stay here for a little bit she's like all right she was just talking to me really calm but i couldn't really see anyone else in that moment um but as I got to the sideline, 
it was then my job to like, I was getting the girls to part so I could still help coach and, and do my thing from the sideline. But, um, I actually grabbed Nick and I was like, I needed to take a big deep breath. Cause I saw she had tears in her eyes. She's had big injuries and stuff before she, she knew what it meant. And she knew I was quite serious when I said my knee was done. Um, I was like, I need you to take a big deep breath because the last thing I want is for you to be thinking about me on the sideline and you go to do the same thing. Like, I can't have you being hurt right now. I can't have our running back or our quarterback being hurt right now. Everybody just needs to be really brave for this next bit of the game. I yelled out to the whole team. I was like, I don't want anyone asking me how I'm doing. Just we'll figure that out after the game. We, nobody knows what I'm doing just now. So nobody come up to me. Don't ask me what I'm doing. Just play football, focus on football. But that was a really unique situation. My sister's sitting there. Her baby sister's just, you know, hurt herself. But we really had to rein that back in for the sake of the game. And the team played amazing. And it was a really beautiful feeling seeing people like BK step up and play my position, which is usually a bit more of a fullback stepping into tight end. So they all did really well. But it's a really unique situation sitting there like, you know, your heart's pouring out to the sideline because your friend's there, but you've still got that game to get to get underway. I really agree. All right, let's shift this over onto something a little bit more positive, shall we? Let's uh, move straight into our next segment, The Breakdown. It's do or die. One game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Um, not everything went to, <laughs> went to plan at all. Um... And they run through our ass like shit through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, tonight we are breaking down the Raiders versus the Stars, Danny V. Red, uh, just not on the field, but the Raiders in red. Um, so this game has, I think, has uh, importance uh, when it comes to, because we are down the pointy end of the season. So we can see now that the Rebels have clinched number one. They're going through as number one, and it's really now a battle between two, three, and four, uh, which at the moment stands at Raiders stars and then lions so raiders play stars uh lions play giants and that's going to finish out the regular season which is crazy to think uh that we are so far along and i feel like we haven't played enough football but here we are raiders v stars christy kick me off with this because how is this going to go i'm i'm excited to watch well, firstly, after your incidental joke about red playing, um, <laughs> is it ever too soon to say a joke after an injury, red? <laughs> I actually had the nurse um, as I was, she was wheeling me in to get an x-ray and she was this uh, little like Polish lady. She was so funny. And she was like, oh, I'm not going to put the brakes on. You can't run away anyway. I was like, whoa, thanks. Wow. Yeah. Great. I actually really loved it though. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah, so this that this is the match to watch definitely. Um, I obviously we um, played Denny's team quite recently, and it was a very very good game, good clean, um, even competition. Um, obviously, lines have changed a little bit with a few imports from Queensland that just changes. Even just having a new person changes the team dynamic completely. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, you know, we're talking about people coming in. But Red, you know, Red, who is a great leader on the field, um, what uh, the loss will be with her not on the field. Um, I know she'll be saying lots of stuff from the sideline and coaching. That's, that's, that's another thing. It's Coach Red. 
<laughs> I dread. Um, and that, that'll be awesome. That'll be an addition too. But, um, you know, what happens on the field also is important. So um, I think this will um, – Obviously, with us, your aerial game, Danny, was really on um, with those deep passes to the ever-formidable um, Jordan. So you guys were connecting really, really well. I think it'll come down to whether defense can shut down that happening. Um, but I also like the run game. Uh, obviously, uh, there's, there's a passing game with Amanda, but I also love the uh, run game and your running back as well, Red, in your team at the Lucy. Raiders. I think Lucy. That, yeah, Lucy. Um, I think she's got some real talent there too. So um, it's going to be a, the, a, the offense uh, ball out, I reckon. I reckon, yes, I completely agree. And I love the fact that like, I'm pretty sure that everyone can agree that it's going to be an offensive battle, um, but it's going to be pass V run. And I think that that dynamic is really interesting in games as well. Um, fascinating. Danny, what's the feel? How are you feeling coming into this? Oh, look, I wouldn't say I'm feeling relaxed. I do feel, and, and that's not me saying I feel confident. I'm not feeling confident. It's more I just feel kind of calm going into this week. I think um, actually, I think the break, the week off for me actually personally did me some good just to reflect on my last couple of games and um, where I myself really need to um, improve to, you know, better the team and um, better our chances and stuff like that. Um but look, it's gonna it's gonna be a really tough game. I feel like I've said that every single week, but really for us, I think my like our team, the stars, we kind of sit quite smack bang in the middle of the pack. So every team that we play is super tough for us for many different reasons. Um and I think this game's gonna be no different. We're gonna go in again and it's gonna be a tough one. Like last time when we played the Raiders, I don't think the score um, really matched how, how the game actually turned out and how we actually played. So I'm hoping, you know, this week we'll definitely put in some points on the board. Um, and again, I just can't wait for another tough game. Like it's really nice playing teams that you're really well matched with um, and the scores aren't blowing out. So I don't think the score's going to be a blowout at all. Um, but yeah, I'm just, re- I'm actually really excited, really, really excited. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't think it's going to be a blowout at all. Red, uh, what's what are the concerns? What are the areas that you think uh, the Raiders can get up over the stars on? Like, what 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 specifically is the focus for you guys this week? Is it shutting down Jordan and the aerial game? Look, I think even if you're not playing the stars that week, you're focusing on shutting down Jordan at some point in the season. She's just that deadly. Um, and I think that, Danny, your relationship with Jordan on the field has gotten better as the season goes on. We can really see that. Um, I think that with us, we've got we, – we, we were not relieved at a week off. <laughs> this is only our fifth game of the season. So we've had a couple of forfeits now. We've had a washout round. Um, we had some really early buys too. I think we had that buy, then a game, then a buy, then a long weekend, and then like two games and then a forfeit. Like it's just been really full on for us to try and get some momentum. Um, so just trying to really zone in at training for us, I think is the biggest thing, making sure we've got everyone down at training, really getting back on top of what we were, um, you know, what, what we're about. Um so I think that's where our sort of own competition in that sense, um, just making sure we can get that momentum. I think that the Stars, like I said, have a huge momentum run. 
Um, I know it was a tight game against the Lions, but sometimes a loss doesn't feel like a loss. And I don't think that that would have felt like a loss for the Stars. I think it would have felt really competitive and that you showed you can do a lot of damage to a team's defense. So, um, yeah, I think that's the big thing for us is just staying really focused um, and just making sure that we're sort of working together as much as we can um, We've got a couple of games coming up, obviously. We're like After this game, we're going straight into playoffs. So we've really got to try and, like I said, build that momentum. Um, Jordan's obviously the big one for us. Um, but last time we played you guys, you didn't have Marissa and Alex. So that you've got two outback O-linemen now. Um, I would say that the O-line was probably your weaker point when we played you last time. Um, but now you've definitely built that up and there's a little bit more cohesion there. So you've got two out of three outback O-line versus our two outback D-line, which is really exciting. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it will come down to stopping Jordan. I think it always does with the Stars. Yeah, I completely agree. And I was talking after the game last week about tackling Jordan and how she's literally the hardest person to tackle in the entire world. And uh, I was talking to Bryce and he's gone – I said – I went to tackle her, and she, but she's just so slippery, like legit. You touch her and you're like, I'm literally just, I cannot get anything on you. And he's going, yeah, I was watching her. She was just pouring all this water on her. So she's probably really wet. And I was like, well, that doesn't help. And he's gone, when I was, when I used to play, I used to soak my uh, jerseys in nappy sand and not wash them off. So they'd be extra slippery. And I'm like, oh my goodness, how is this a thing? Like extra slippiness. Anyway. Feel free to use it. Feel free to test it. Uh, it's one of those things. Um, be slippery on the field. That's 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 a win for sure. I would probably say it's because she spends all night driving up from Melbourne. She doesn't get to have a shower before the game, so you know. Oh, gross. <laughs> that's so gross. Jordan, <laughs> that that girl can just bend her body when she's it's running true. in certain ways. It just looks to watch her run with a ball and weave through traffic is something just be honestly beautiful to watch. She's really really good through traffic we all know you just watch her and she just yeah it looks amazing completely we actually got a perspective from uh alia over at the rebels on this one she says i think it's going to be a great test for the raiders to defend another pass heavy offense if the pressure in the back if they put pressure in the backfield with outback players dale and re i think they'll have the edge over the stars Raiders have a strong run game, and I think that will ultimately be the difference maker against a relatively rookie stars defense. Uh, obviously not uh, counting Marissa out there. Amanda has shown that she has versatility in the backfield as a runner and can connect with her receivers, so she's a threat for the stars will have to account for. Stars offense have shown that they can air the ball and score with the Danny Demizio combo, but they will need to prove they can move the chains with the run game as well. And I completely agree. I think given the fact that both you quarterbacks like to scramble, it's going to be a difference maker uh, at one point in the game for both of you guys. So that's going to be a good one to watch. All right, let's uh, let's get the score predictions from this one. Moran, start this one off with you. Score prediction, Stars v Raiders. God, I suck at this one. Um, I'm going to say four points in it. I don't know, 20 in the 20s, 20 to 24. Does that even work? Yeah. I feel like we have this discussion every week. Does that score work? Is that a thing you can do? Can you have those numbers? Anyway, uh, yeah, okay, nice and tight, low scoring. Yeah. Fair enough. Interesting. Uh, Red, where are you at this one? Um, look, I think our defense 
kind of surprised us last time against the Stars. We've got like a lot of rookies on there and a lot of people who hadn't played under Dane before. So they came together really well and had some really good um, goal line stands against um, the Stars last time. So I... I'm going to give Stars benefit of the doubt. We know you guys have got some weapons. You might get in a couple of times. I'm going to say like 20 to 12 to us. Um, but then I also think it's going to be a shootout, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> yep, fair play, fair play. This, this, I feel like these scores are too low. Anyway, Danny, hit me. Hit me with this. Look, I'm also going with another lower score. Um, I just think that, you know, the Raiders' defense are going to keep us from, you know, getting in as much as we're going to want to. And I think the Raiders' offense um, are going to get over our defense a little bit. But I think we're going to even that up on our on our offensive side. Um, I'm also going to go by about four points in the twenties and to stars. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh. Christy, did you say who was going to win? You had Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders, Raiders, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've got two for Raiders, one for Stars. Oh, damn, why do we always have to have this uneven panel business where I have to be the deciding thing? Just go for it, right? We'll prove you okay. wrong on the weekend. Okay, all right. I'm going to say that it's, I'm going to go high score, high scoring, uh, because I think it's going to be offensive shootout. Um, so I'm going to go 44 to 36 mm-hmm. now. I have to take in consideration the fact that if the Stars lose, then that puts us in a better position in the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the Raiders on this one purely from a tactical standpoint because I've already thought about it and Danny knows this because we've been talking about it since week three. Um, so that's where I'm going on that one. It's going to it's gonna be the Raiders and it's going to be a high score and it's going to be a game to watch, that is for sure. All right, guys. Actually, I, we have completely run out of time for rapid fire. Uh, we will come back on that uh, and in another episode. But Red, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight uh, and sharing your story. And and thanks to everyone for being really vulnerable tonight. Uh, that was, uh, you know, really really good. And I think it, Red, you're completely right. These conversations need to be had. Yeah, um, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I think that it's important. I, I don't want it to be all doom and gloom. This is sort of a little bit of a natural byproduct of the game. So I think it's something that ne- people need to be aware of. It's going to happen whether we like it or not. Um, but yeah, just making sure that you're really sensitive as to what you can do for your friends. Um, and one point I did want to make um, just about if you do have a teammate or a friend, and this is something that people have been doing for me as well. Um, sometimes asking the person what what they need might they might be a little bit overwhelmed at that time and so it's really hard for them to say or to even ask for help um for example I've had people reaching out to my sister or to Dane and saying hey you guys are probably really busy with red right now is there anything I can do to help you um you know maybe my sister's busy and she doesn't have time to go and grab me something after work that I need or something like that um so just that that's always a, a, an interesting way to look at things um if you really want to help Uh, maybe ask the people who probably give you a bit more of an honest answer because the bravado might get in the way. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, just reach out to the support network as well and see if they're okay too because a lot really rests on them. 
That's a good one. That's definitely a good one. Uh, you know, cause there is a lot of support that goes into supporting, uh, anyone with an injury. Uh, and yeah, definitely even just like a, a coffee or a beer or just to chat for the support network can also be really, really helpful, uh, to try and get them in the right head states to be able to help manage with the injury. Uh, definitely important. I think I'm pretty sure that that was all I had for to actually no because now that your leg is broken you can come on the podcast more often so yay yay for that <laughs> exactly I can't work Woo-hoo. silver lining <laughs> silver lining uh there is always one uh yeah pretty much it guys uh it's going to be a cracker of a weekend this weekend and then uh yeah we're straight into playoffs after that and as we know Anything can happen in the playoffs uh, and it probably will. So I'm excited. Let's stay tuned for that and we'll see you guys next week. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.